Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Good News with Angie Austin. Now, with the Good News, here's Angie. Hi, friend. Welcome to the Good News with Angie Austin and friends today. So excited about today's show because two of my best friends are joining us. Beatrice Bruno, the drill sergeant of life, and Jennifer Bishop. And I am so thrilled to have both of them because we were in studio like every week together uh, with the Good News gals joining. Uh, that's what I named them. Joining the Good News. And I'm just thrilled to have both of them on. Uh, welcome, Beatrice. Hey, thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Glad to be with my good news gals. <laughs> and welcome, hey, Jen. Welcome, Jen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is like old times. Thank you, yes. Angie. Good to see. Well, good to hear you, Beatrice. It's so fun. <laughs> <to> hear you, too. <laughs> I love the magic of radio and technology. You know, um, it's a snow day where we are. And so here I am in my um, in my, my studio in the basement with my little heater going, which hopefully you can't hear. And Jennifer's uh, probably an hour from me towards the foothills with more snow. And then Beatrice is near Virginia Beach. So it's probably a little bit warmer warmer there I'm assuming not really it's 30 something degrees here today and I I think we're supposed to get rain oh that is chilly for Virginia Beach okay all right well um, I just want to give a little tease about the topics we're going to discuss Beatrice is going to talk about rebuilding and as a strong Christian woman I'm sure she has a little scripture to throw in there a little peppering of some scripture and Jen as well it's just so cool that I met you both kind of independently of my show and that we're all Christian friends it just makes it I don't know even a more beautiful friendship for me Jen's going to speak about purpose and uh, you know in, in the new year she reads a lot of books about building her business and uh, Trent Shelton is somebody that she wants to talk about. She loves his book. So um, let's go ahead and start with you, Beatrice, on rebuilding. I mean, goodness gracious, you lost your husband about three years back and you uh, have moved around the country and lived in Texas and Washington and now you're in Virginia. I mean, talk about rebuilding. (laughs) You know, Angie, this is a very interesting season. I've been teaching from the book of Nehemiah in the Bible here lately. And, you know, in the book of Nehemiah, Nehemiah was the king's cupbearer. And some of his brethren um, Jews came to him and said, hey, the walls of, of Jew- Jerusalem have been broken down. The gate is, is in disrepair. We need to fix that. And Je- Nehemiah was so touched by his people's walls being broken down that he went to God and prayed. And, and you know, what do you want me to do? And he went after he prayed. He went to the king, King Artaxerxes at the time, and he was in Persia, and he asked, you know, he he had a sad countenance, and when the king saw him, because, you know, at that time, if you went to the king with a sad countenance, the king would kill you. (laughs) Oh, that's not good. No, it's not. And Nehemiah, as the king's cupbearer, you know, he had to always have a smile, but this time he didn't have a smile. And when he went to the king and the king said, hey, what's going on? You know, why are you looking sad? Nehemiah prayed real quick, asked the Lord advice on what he wanted him to say. And then he told the king what was going on. And as God would have it, God gave Nehemiah favor with the king because the king gave him money. He gave him 
um, building goods, all this stuff to go and rebuild the walls and repair the gates because God wanted his people to be secure. And the reason this is on my mind is because at this point of our lives, God wants us to rebuild something. God sent me all the way here to Virginia, okay, to rebuild my life. Because before I came out here, y'all know I was the drill sergeant of life speaking and and doing all these conferences and all this stuff. And I kind of lost that after my husband passed. But now it's time for me to rebuild because somebody needs the security of what I bring as far as helping them to rebuild their lives and to go out there and do the things like what Jennifer is getting ready to talk about, purpose, you know, to go out and do the things that God has called them to do for such a time as this. Okay, Jen, I'll let you respond because I'm sure you have something to say. But I, uh, Amen. Just aside, I, 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 girl. I am so, I am, I am so like blown away by that. That is so perfect, and just the way that you see God is calling you to rebuild your life. Because, and here's the interesting thing: a lot of people get buried in that self pity and grief, and just why did it happen to me? Why did I lose my husband so young? You know, I needed him; he was my best friend. And then they pull up the covers. Like I know there are a few days we discussed this last week where you just wanted to pull up the covers in the morning when you got up. But the fact that you are rebuilding because you feel the Lord is calling you to help others is beautiful, Jen. Amen, amen, amen. I'm like, I love you, Beatrice. I remember that morning. I I was actually closing on my house that morning from going through my divorce and rebuilding. I feel like I'm just, you know, it's like, you know, God puts people in our lives for a reason, everyone. And we, if we are like one step ahead of somebody else, guess what? We can minister them. If we're living in the word, right? If we're living in the word as much as we can. Mm-hmm. And today, uh, my topic is all about purpose. And it goes, it goes back to Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope for a future. And I I think a lot of people misunderstand purpose. It's not tied to a job or a title or a platform like Drill Sergeant of Life. Or I know uh, with my speaking, it's like I'm I. I'm living your potential. That's the name of my business through being a hope broker. And that's, you know, that's my platform. But guess what? It's you can't find purpose in a test or searching. Guess what? You are purpose. You were created on purpose for a purpose. And your life is purpose. Okay. It's your true self. And you can only get there by owning everything about you, all the great things and then all the ugly things. And until we like live up to that, then then that we're not living in our purpose. We're not. That's not what we're doing. So um, God is in control. Believe me, I am a work in progress. I'm a hot mess. Um, But I just you know, I love my purpose. I know is to positively impact people emotionally, physically and financially. Right now, it's through my business, living your potential. And but you know what, like Beatrice, she's rebuilding drill sergeant of life. And I just and so that's that's what my 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 I don't know. God put that on my heart this morning. Amen. 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 
Amen. Here's the the deal. Um, It's interesting you're both talking about this because um, I would say I'm kind of going back to my original purpose with my program that for uh, the last four years, well, actually since 2014, I've had a a morning show as well as the good news. And so when my um, co-host wanted to retire our morning show, I said, okay, I'm going to retire and and raise my kids because I'm in a different part of my life as well, season, uh, as I'm raising my children still, 12, 14, 16. So I thought, well, Mm -hmm. I'll just raise my kids because, I mean, it is crazy. Every night there's at least one event and I'm an Uber driver driving them around and my husband too. And we go to family gym night and we have camp family game night. And we, you know, it's busy and every, I have to cook a meal every day. I mean, come on. That's not, I mean, that's not like, hello. So um, anyway, I thought, well, I'll just do that. Right. And then I really felt that God was steering me in the direction of keeping the show in a shorter form, my good news program, because it was normally an hour and without Mike and then getting my good news gals back together and then focusing on spreading hope, because just like you're a hope broker, uh, my mentor, Jim Stovall, who's written over 50 books and speaks around the world and has his own movie company and makes movies. Um, the ultimate gift was his first one. that was so good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my point so being, good. he told me yeah. once his purpose is to spread hope. And he's become a multimillionaire in the course of that because he said the more money he makes, the more he can give away. And he's blind, which you guys probably know. Like he lost his sight when he was about 20. So he had to totally rebuild his life because he was going to be a professional athlete. First a football player. Then when we went blind, he's like, well, what can I still do with my body? Well, then he became an Olympic weightlifter because he didn't need to see to do that. (laughs) So watching him rebuild his life to such a great level of success. And then the purpose being as you, Beatrice, helping to heal and build up others, Jen, to give hope to others. I think this program is a perfect vehicle for us to spread hope to others. And so I kept it going. And just speaking with you guys this morning uh, reaffirms to me that I made the right decision because I do need to serve the Lord. And this doesn't take away from raising my children. This is the perfect venue to give people hope who are sitting right now listening, whether they're in their car or at home, and that what your words are giving them hope. You know, Angie, thank you. Um, it, it reminds me, really quick story. Um, I just heard recently there was these, you know, people, these two tribes in the Andes Mountains, and there was lowlanders and the highlanders, and they hated each other, and they fought, and they fought, and they fought. And the lowlanders, you know, didn't go past the highlanders, and the highlanders never came down. Well, they were fighting. Well, the highlanders came down and took this lady's baby, and Ooh. so they were like, oh, my gosh, you know, what What are we going to do? We got to find this baby. Well, the tribe was like, look, like trying to figure out how to go up this mountain over and over and over. And they couldn't go. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Well, this morning, one morning they start. They like, oh, we're just defeated. We can't do this. And all of a sudden they see that mama coming down that mountain with guess what? That baby on her pouch. And they're like, how did you do this? We are not equipped with knowing how to go up this mountain. And she said, it wasn't your baby. And I will tell you, I will tell you, knowing our why and and your babies, Angie, like I feel and Beatrice, I know they like me better. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) You wish. You wish. 
that's like an inside joke, you guys, everybody that's listening. But um, our babies, that is our reason, our grandbabies. And if you don't have babies, there's you got to find your why, why you're doing things. And I know, Angie, we've talked like about struggling with you being a mom. I think it's the greatest gift. And your kids, oh, my gosh, they are so amazing. And, and you doing this, like, it, it doesn't take away from you. It adds to you. And I'm so glad that you chose to continue doing this because you are such a master. Like, I, I'm blessed to know you. I'm blessed to be your friend, just like Beatrice. Like, I, I feel like you have enriched my life and your kids and your husband and just knowing you has enriched my life so much. So thank you. Amen. And and, you know, if I could add to that, Angie, you are an example to to all of us. You know, Mm. you, you keep pushing, you don't stop. You keep putting yourself out there, doing the things that you're doing and your kids are watching that. But also we are watching that as well because we need to see, as Christians, you know, as the word says, iron sharpens iron. And Mm -hmm. we're in the process of sharpening each other to do the things that God has said for each and every one of us to do. And so when you're talking about building, rebuilding the walls and repairing the gates that have broken down or finding your purpose, you know, you're talking about building something and helping each other to build what they're supposed to be and who they're supposed to be in this lifetime because the word of God even says bear you one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ and so we're bearing each other's burdens by helping each other to get to the place that God has said for us to be for such a time as this I love this I want to make sure we're going to take a break but I want to make sure Beatrice give us your website drillsergeantoflife.com and Jennifer livingyourpotential.com And mine is AngieAustin.org, so you can contact all of us through our websites. And uh, Beatrice and Jen are more than happy to come speak at any event you have. I don't speak as much anymore just due to the fact that these kids take up every single spare second of my day. We'll be right back. We're continuing with Beatrice Bruno and Jennifer Bishop to talk about purpose and also rebuilding, rebuilding your life. And I've got a guest as well that'll be joining us. So another guest, I should say. We'll be right back with the good news with Angie Austin. And friends. Akron is tuned to the Mighty 670 KLT Denver. When you shop at your local ARC, your hard-earned money directly supports individuals with disabilities. 80% of people with intellectual disabilities are unemployed, and at ARC thrift stores, approximately 20% of employees are individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities. ARC Thrift is one of Colorado's largest employers of people with disabilities. They provide extra support for their employees, giving them the opportunity to decide how they live, learn, work, and play through the ARC Ambassadors Program. The program provides a community for employees with disabilities where they create lasting friendships. ARC Thrift Ambassadors attend social events throughout the year where they are encouraged to work together. And ARC is a company that lives and breathes its mission, going above and beyond to create a space of inclusivity, morale, and culture. Decide to shop today at an ARC Thrift store near you. Find the nearest location at 670kltt.com. 
Hey, friend, welcome back to the good news. Angie Austin here, along with friends Beatrice Bruno, the drill sergeant of life, and Jennifer Bishop and her platform, Living Your Potential. Uh, also joining us in just a few minutes, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the great resignation. We're going to talk to an expert in uh, the hospitality industry just about this labor shortage that's impact, uh, impacting a lot of industries, that's for sure. Uh, Beatrice Bruno has been talking this morning about rebuilding. She's been rebuilding her life since the loss of her husband, and she's moved all over the country now in Virginia, and Jennifer Bishop talking about purpose. And then we were discussing, ladies, just, uh, you know, uh, continuing the show because I was going to retire the show as well after, I guess I started this one in 2012, so 10 years um, because we retired the morning show, which I started in 2014. Uh, so I am working shorter hours due to the fact that my purpose right now is raising my kids, but I do feel the Lord wants us to spread some hope. So Beatrice, we've got a couple of minutes left, about five minutes. Um, go ahead and give some parting words on uh, what you were talking about regarding rebuilding. Okay, in order to rebuild our lives, we have to have certain things in play in our lives, Okay. And this show with Angie is a prime example of that. Number one, you've got to have humility so that you will not try to present yourself, but let God present you. Unity. We work as a unit on the good news with Angie Austin and friends at any of her radio shows. Collaboration. We have to collaborate because we're not living in this world alone. And as we rebuild our lives, God is going to send people to come in and and to help us with unity and collaboration to build what he wanted us to have in the first place. So humility, unity, collaboration. If you've got those three things, God will be able to show you how to rebuild your life in ways you never even imagined. Okay, humility, unity, collaboration. Uh, Huck. Yep, huh. <laughs> I like that. Huck. All right, Jen, you're talking about purpose, and you mentioned uh, Trent Shelton. I know you le- read a lot of books. We still have a few minutes left before my guest joins us, my other guest. Uh, so give us some parting words as well on purpose. No, absolutely. I, you know, and I'm not a big resolution person. That's just not my thing because I think, you know, kind of like if you go on a diet, you go off a diet. (laughs) And I, you know, I think truly it is, you have to work on yourself every day, every day, every day, every day. So feeding like my morning rituals, and this is Trent Shelton. I, one of the best books I, and I listen, I, I think I mm, downloaded my audible. Like they gave me what I listened to for the year. And I average about 17 minutes a day, every single day. And just like feeding our body, good food and good nutrition and good supplements and um, things like that. Our purpose, we have to stay on purpose in purpose. Right. And, and be in being intentional is just so, so huge And so before I get on a call or before I talk to anybody, even like my son, what is my intention? What is my outcome for that? And honestly, I I feel so blessed that I wake up and I'm like, okay, God, who am I supposed to talk to today and why? And then give it to God, give it God's will. And that's my purpose. And, you know, I hope somebody else out there that's suffering, because I know this great resignation that you're going to talk to your next guest um, it's real and it started in 2020 and people, I think for me, 2020 was about vision and vision is hindsight and more than ever vision is just, um, gosh, just like 
what is important. And I think that's why we're seeing this great resignation. So that is live on purpose in purpose. There you go. Well, I'm telling you, um, just speaking with both of you this morning, uh, this afternoon, pardon me, has really, uh, you know, brightened my day. So I hope someone listening is also feeling that way. And Beatrice, give the um, the scripture and Nehemiah uh, in general, where people can find what you were speaking of. The entire book. It's um, probably about seven. Uh, no, it's 10 chapters. So the entire book of Nehemiah, and it's weaved all the way through there because there's so many things that the children of Israel had to go through just to rebuild the wall, opposition and all that stuff. And that's another conversation. But just the entire book of Nehemiah. All right. Well, I'm going to have you both join me tomorrow as well. So I'm excited about that. Uh, Beatrice and Jen, give your websites again, Beatrice. DrillSergeantOfLife.com. Jen. LivingYourPotential.com and AngieAustin.org for me. Thank you, ladies. Stay on the line because I think you'll want to hear this interview. Uh, Really excited to have you again tomorrow as well. Changing gears, as you know, the labor shortage is affecting many industries like the hospitality industry. Well, in this sponsored interview, Rosanna Mayetta of the American Hotel and Lodging Foundation is talking about a new employee recruiting campaign called A Place to Stay. Welcome, Rosanna. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. So let's talk about, you know, there's this, uh, you know, great resignation going on and so many industries are feeling it, but uh, many of the service industries. So why is the hospitality industry in particular facing this crisis uh, in such a hard manner? You know, we were one of the first industries hit uh, when the pandemic started. Hotels and airlines, you know, travel virtually came to a halt overnight. And we're only now coming back out of that. You're starting to see more and more people feeling comfortable about traveling and staying in hotels. And that's great news. Uh, but unfortunately, the pace of people traveling didn't keep up with the number of people coming back and working in the industry. And so that's why we're launching this new campaign, the Hotel Industry, A Place to Stay. We want to encourage uh, job seekers to consider the hotel industry when they're looking for a job um, because we have more than 200 career pathways. And, and I think not many people are familiar with that. I think most people think about, you know, those jobs you see when you first walk into a hotel, right? The valet, the bellman, the front desk agent, the housekeeper. But there's a whole host of jobs um, uh, that most people aren't thinking about, you know, whether it's accounting or marketing and PR or sales or finance or legal or human and resources. There's a whole host of jobs available for people with little experience or a whole lot of experience. Well, that's pretty cool. I would have never thought 200 different types of positions. So that's uh, that's interesting. I wouldn't have known that either uh, because I think we do think of the obvious, but obviously there's a backside to all of that, you know, keeping uh, the industry running. And I've traveled a fair amount during, you know, COVID and I've been surprised at how great the service has been. But one thing I have definitely noticed is mm-hmm. in um, like restaurants and the hotels, maybe a, a smaller mm-hmm. menu and, uh, you know, even like you know, a completely different menu and one uh, one of the servers told me, oh, yeah, that's we just don't have the staff to make our full menu anymore. So mm-hmm. uh, obviously trying to, you know, get back in gear. But I have to say, uh, I've really been pleased. I went to Disney World lately and stayed in some of their hotels and really impressed by the level of service. So I'm uh, they're still taking care of their people. But I know it's a strain mm-hmm. on those you do have employed because they're oftentimes pulling double duty in order to give the customers a good experience. So tell us about the campaign and, and the goal of the campaign. Sure. Well, well, first of all, I would say that's exactly right. I mean, I think, you know, 
while we're trying to attract more workers, I think the challenge is making sure that the workers we do have aren't burnt out and mm-hmm. are happy. And so, you know, there's a balance there. And, and that's why this campaign is more important than ever. It really is aimed at um, encouraging people to consider the hotel industry and to bust some of the myths that may have existed, right? We offer really competitive wages. Wages have gone up 13% just this year. Um, And that's on top of most um, hotels paying above average wages uh, for most of the positions across the country. So there's competitive wages, but also really fantastic benefits. I mean, people really want more than just salary. They want to know that they're getting health care and 401k. And and in many cases, you're seeing a lot more people wanting tuition reimbursement because they want to get a degree if they didn't have one or they didn't complete that. And the hotel industry is willing to not only um, meet them halfway and in some instances cover the majority of those costs, but really work around the, the, the individual schedule because it's hard to, to get a degree while you're working, but that's um, that becomes even more important now, and we want to make sure that we offer people all of those opportunities. Uh, I think this is still one of the few industries that you can come into right out of the gate with no experience at all, no degree necessary. Um, we do have jobs for people who um, who have gone to hospitality school or business school or have a degree, but if you don't, uh, there's a there's a job for you and a path for you to to not um, you know to grow uh, in, in that in that first job that you have and, and really find a career. Well, I think you mentioned something really important besides the benefits, which are very valuable, um, and then the, obviously um, a good wage. Uh, the uh, paying people back for their education is huge, and that does really open up that mm-hmm. uh, that that path to advancement. So, in terms of advancement, even if you don't go, um, you know, further your education, you're saying that there within the industry there is a good. Uh, uh, chance of advancement if you know you're proving yourself and working hard that you'll train people for that next step exactly exactly um i was talking to a woman last week who started uh working as a housekeeper and now she's in human resources so really the ability to open those pathways no matter where you start i think is what's unique to this industry it takes a whole lot of different jobs and roles to, to open and run a hotel. So I think people should be thinking about this industry as offering them an opportunity to feel like even, you know, a lot of people in the last couple of years have, have wanted to just change jobs or try new things. And this is the perfect, the perfect industry for you if that's what you want to do, because you can start at a hotel property today as a front desk agent and end up doing accounting or end up doing sales or end up in in, you know, legal or finance or, or what have you. So you really can feel like you're changing jobs, getting different experience all within the same company without ever having to feel like you're starting over all the time. Now, due to the pain of the COVID situation and, you know, travel being so adversely affected, is that when you raised wages, you know, during this great resignation, have you added things in the last, you know, six months to a year to attract employees in such a competitive market? Absolutely. I think hotels are doing what they can to make sure that they come out on top as as they're vying for for jobs and for individuals uh, against all other industries that are vying for the same amount of talent. Right. Whether that's, um, you know, uh, bonus incentives, hiring incentives or incentives that keep them um, grounded to a, a particular property for a certain amount of time, six months or a year. You're seeing all sorts of, you know, uh, other incentives around transportation credits or child care credits to really accommodate people who have, um, you know, particularly 
uh, change their their habits during this time of COVID. Maybe they're not wanting to take uh, the metro anymore, and so you're you're offering transportation credits. So they're they're really getting creative, um, and I, I think that you know always uh, is a good thing. Um, uh, and our hope is that with this campaign, more and more people will really start to think about the industry in a different way and 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 look at it as a place where they can grow their careers. Well, and you're really high up in the hierarchy, you know, and one of the, you know, the mucky muck. So what I always like to ask people, what led you <laughs> to this industry yourself? Usually there's some kind of a passion or a reason you chose it. Well, I mean, the hotel industry is so cool. I love traveling. I've had the travel bug since since I was a kid and, and have traveled extensively. I love hotels. It is so much fun to be at a hotel. Um, and certainly being in this industry now for about eight years, um, the people are so warm and welcoming. A lot of the individuals that you run across have been in this industry for decades and decades. And I think that really speaks volumes to, you know, the service aspect of this industry yeah. and, and the warmth that exists. People are in the business of people, and that's always a, a wonderful place to be. Oh, I love it. You have a fun job. Where do people uh, go to get more <laughs> info if they want to learn more about your campaign or would like to, you know, get a job? Sure. Um, we just launched a new website. It is thehotelindustry.com. They can learn more about all of the competitive wages and benefits, but also the myriad of jobs and pathways. They can match their skills to the jobs that exist and see what might be right for them. And then they can find out what jobs are available and open today in their community and apply. Excellent. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin on AM670 KLTT. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.